Welcome to the Black Girl in College podcast. Well, we are two black girls sharing our experience on this bumpy journey called college. In doing so, we hope to create a comfortable and safe space for those who may relate to our experiences. We are your hosts, Kiki and Mo. And on today's episode, we will be talking about finding, finding yourself. yourself. All right. So today we have a special guest on this episode. Yes. And um, we chose this person because... Not only is she a great person, but also she is older than us. She's almost a senior, going to be graduating. And we just know that she'll have more to talk about than us, about her experiences in college, and just give more insight and advice than we can. So thank you for coming on. If you could please introduce yourself. Okay. Hi, you guys. My name is Shania. I am a senior in marketing. And yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I didn't really really have anything to say. No, that's all right. Um, Yes. Yeah, so yeah, um, I mean, you could talk about why you chose marketing. Um, if there's I cho- a specific, you know, reason like I chose marketing specifically, like because I knew there was a like a couple courses that I could learn about social media, and I really like social media, so I wanted to kind of do something up in that like area, but there wasn't a specific specific reason, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I understand. So we feel like the the topic of just like finding yourself is really important, just because. When you come from to college from high school, or even if you're not traditional, it's like mm-hmm. the self-discovery, the glow up, the, the overall change of person you're going to have is going to be crazy. Mm-hmm. So um, if you want to mind, Shani, just giving us like a little background, like just a little bit of your story, just I guess an overview of the before college, the freshman year to now. I would say definitely coming into college, I was, I was, I don't know, my freshman year, I kind of... I don't want to say I was everywhere, but I was just very confused. I didn't come into college. Like, a lot of people come to college. They know what they want to do. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'm going to get here, and then I'm going to just kind of figure it out then. Also, like, I feel like my freshman year more so, I kind of found myself, like, covering up different parts of myself. Like, I wouldn't be my true self around everybody. And so I definitely think my, like, this year, I can definitely say, like, I'm more open to showing, like, who I really am in every room. And so mm-hmm love that love that so for me um i guess my evolution mm-hmm. this is my third year of college um okay i was yeah, yeah. trying to get it out of here <laughs> i feel you i still got two more though don't get too happy but for me um just for my three years so far i would say definitely the person i was before college is like very unrecognizable now and it was just that self-discovery aspect just learning more about myself and getting comfortable like you said just being myself like I knew who I was but it just like having the confidence I guess just be myself around people put myself out there how has that looked like for you your evolution so far I think like okay like my last year of high school I just like did a lot of Mm self-discovery and I was like okay this is who I am we finna just start standing in it but when I got to college it was about like standing on what you say about yourself right if that makes sense like okay if this is what i'm doing now Mm -hmm. then okay let me go ahead and start doing it more and more and i guess like transitioning into the person that god wants me to be Mm -hmm. i think like the biggest part of the whole evolution process you know i'm only a junior is like just adding god into that like you know recently turned my my life to christ so it's like now that has definitely boomed and Mm -hmm. shifted a lot of stuff but Mm -hmm. i think that's about that's about it yeah okay. and I think finding yourself in general in college is very intentional it'll happen mm. naturally even without you trying it's like you'll discover things about you and everybody grows over time but like when it's really intentional like you can really see that change mm. and that shift so that kind of leads to like our first question it's just like um 
how did your isolation period look? So what we need, mean by like isolation, you know, like a lot of times when it's like you discover so much about yourself and you're lost and you just don't know what to do. So you kind of retract from being around people and mm-hmm. try to figure out yourself. So like, was that necessary? Do you think people, if they are trying to find themselves, should go into the isolation period and what that looks like and all? I think for me personally, yes, the isolation period was definitely needed. And I feel like you truly like find yourself when you're by yourself more so. Mm-hmm. And I can say for me, one thing that I know I do like when I went in my isolation period is like journaling is like something that yes. I cannot yes. go without. So I feel like, yeah, the isolation period is needed. Definitely. And mm-hmm. yeah. So for your isolation period, what do you think like? Um, I guess just like advice for other people because some people is just like so for me personally I'm not gonna lie I was always like told like you shouldn't isolate yourself you know you're gonna get Same. depressed and all that so like me for a second I wasn't listening to my needs and I was like okay well I'm not gonna isolate myself but it's like now I love to just like have my isolation periods I embrace it and some people like don't isolate too much it's unhealthy but just like mm-hmm. it That's had it took for me to just right. it oh took for me to discover like I need to do that and it doesn't matter what other people say so just like I guess just explain what that can look like isolation period because I feel like that might be a little generic for some people like oh you're isolated yourself you're and in a room by yourself negative too you know like right like you like said you in know. a room by yourself you got this one candle all the light <laughs> that is not right isolation only that's not the only view that isolate isolation can be so mm-hmm. I think isolation can also be well, for me, it was just learning to do more things by yourself. Like, yes. you don't always yes. need somebody else to, like, go with you. Like, for instance, for me, like, I try to, like, travel more. Like, I have a really good friend that lives in Atlanta, and I wanted to go see her so bad. And I was like, dang, I really don't want to go by myself. But then I was like, okay, I need to kind of make myself go by myself. And then once I traveled and, like, you know, like, kind of went on that experience by myself, I was like, I'm chilling. Yeah, I, I could be by myself. It's not that bad. Like, I don't know, just finding little things. Like, even going out to eat. Or seeing a movie by yourself or going to the mall by yourself. It doesn't have to be anything, like, over the top, I guess. I'd be kicking yeah. in the movies by myself. I'd be like, girl, get out of here. <laughs> no. Like, it's, yeah, like, I, like how you, I like how you mentioned, like, it's the small things. Because even for me, like, I'm trying to, one thing I'm trying to do this year is take myself out on, like, more dates. So, like, yes, planning it, like, a whole date night. Like, like, I already take myself, like, I might go eat by myself or to the movies. But actually making a date night, like, you know, I look dressed up cute for myself. I go mm-hmm. eat and all that and do this fancy stuff but it's just like it is nice to do stuff by yourself and it's not it'll be scary at first but once you do it like you be so set in like you don't even want people to join no exactly. more like no. oh no i'm eating you don't got to join it's okay exactly. it's like people thinking oh she by herself oh no baby i chose to exactly by people like, start getting like oh like you're loner but it's like mm-hmm. by, it's choice. by choice <laughs> like yeah there's choice. nothing wrong like I chose to do this, you know. Mm-hmm. No, I just do. I do little things too. It start. It starts mm-hmm. with those little things so that you can like build the courage up to the like big things, like you said, like a full day night. Like mm-hmm. we want to the spa, right? And we're gonna go to the <laughs> movies. We're gonna go to dinner. Mm-hmm. Or like yes, it would be like those movies when people have dinner by themselves, reading the newspaper. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, instead of assuming somebody is lonely, just assume like that's my that's my choice. You know what I mean? Right. It's, mm-hmm. it's like me learning myself, learning my likes and dislikes because maybe for so long I was influenced by people and I didn't even know if I was. So right. I so. like discovering myself because she amazing right now. Okay? Right. You know what Period. I mean? Like, you know, you start loving yourself and then you know how to like, you'll know what not to accept from other people. That's yeah. true. That is So what true. are some like other things y'all may have like done during your isolation period other than just like going to things by yourself? Um, I would say like for me, for example, it's just also not realizing I don't need to be at every event. 
Like I don't need to go to everything. Even if it's gonna be fun, it's like that's fun for you guys. It may be a fun event, but it's like you know I'm happy that y'all had a good time at that party. I didn't need to go. You know, so what are some other things that might have looked like for your isolation period? Um, geez, I know why. Okay, um, Moni, if you can answer too, if you got anything. I mean, I think one thing that I did. And I was scared of for a long time was like, I never like, I don't know, dwindled in my thoughts. Like I never yeah. liked to overthink. And then I just realized like there's a thing of overthinking and mm-hmm. then honestly just going through your thoughts and seeing mm-hmm. like, you know, so I just had to accept the things that I was thinking. It was like, okay, what am I thinking about myself? Mm-hmm. You know, I like, like you, you journal. I like mm-hmm. to journal because it helps me reflect and be like, okay, girl, you was going through this last month. We good now. Right, like, right. You know, seeing the, you know, transition and everything. And it's just helping me learn about myself, like, you know, f- trying to feel like, okay, why do you feel stupid all the time? Well, girl, you kept calling yourself stupid. Like, right, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you never Negative know when thoughts. you're listening to yourself. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I guess for a long time, I was scared to go over my thoughts. But after a while, I really understood, you know, it's like kind of following them. Like, okay, we're going we gonna to shred these. We're going to keep these, these little memories. Like, so I did that. Mm-hmm. I think for me, um, dang, why is this so hard? Like, I literally was just in an isolation period. Um, I think for me, um, I did a lot of, I don't really know how to say this. Okay, so, yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna it's just, all right, take your time. Sometimes you know. lose your thought, happens all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. So, I guess next question, or next thing to talk about is just mm-hmm. like, what was useful um, to help you find yourself in college. So, like, not just, like, what, as in, like, an action, a verb, but just, like, also what resources or who mm. or who wasn't. You know, just, like, what in general was useful during um, just, like, finding yourself? Um, I would definitely say a lot of therapy, for sure, was mm. my biggest thing. Like, just having somebody else to, like, you know, an unbiased opinion. Right. I feel like my freshman year, I did too much of that. I was, like, searching for people and, like, asking questions to people who definitely were closer to me so their opinions were a little bit biased but I think therapy and like you know just getting different perspectives from different people mm-hmm. helped yeah, me definitely. a lot what about you um what about me um I forgot the question I asked <laughs> I forgot my own question not the question you said okay so what was useful to you that um you know helped you find yourself or finding yourself since we're mm-hmm. still in this college journey for a little bit longer yeah. um i would say one of the main things i know you guys mentioned it but like mm-hmm. i can't emphasize enough journaling yes. because even if you're not like journaling for a purpose like i know some people think like journaling you you just literally write whatever's on your mind that's me sometimes it's the most random thing Same. but when you go back a month later and you <coughs> read it and it's like wow i really think like that and you just kind of see those patterns. Or sometimes I'll read my journal. I'm like, I've been talking about this insecurity for a whole month. Now you know you're insecure. Like, you know, like you're right. in denial. Like, oh, I'm, yeah. I don't like my body. But it's okay. I can, I'm still confident. But it's like, if you mention like, it every day, now you know you're insecure a little bit. Like, you got to address it. So for me, it was just like journaling really has helped me discover myself. Because it's like me, one thing I do every end of the year. So like December is I read my whole journal from like January to December and I don't I try to avoid to like go back and read sometimes I do because I need like a pick-me-up but mm-hmm. it's like when I see the January through it's like I pick up on patterns maybe it'll happen like twice a month so it's something you slow you don't really notice because it doesn't happen as often but like once you see that happening twice a month for a whole year 
that's when you start to like discover stuff about yourself like okay right. this is a habit that i need to break or this habit i need to keep and work on and um work towards like making it more prominent in my life mm -hmm. so journaling has definitely helped me with the self-discovery and isolation is definitely essential um i think there's ways to do isolation in ways not to because yeah. like i said a lot of people mentioned like don't, be isolated don't do isolate that yourself either. that's unhealthy you can mm -hmm. get depressed yeah. there's ways to isolate yourself that makes sense there's do's and don'ts yeah. yeah. mm -hmm. that's like i mean for me one of the don'ts is like you should not be in the dark with no sad music you just make mm -hmm. it. yeah. it's yeah. not helping a situation sad. you know yeah. what i mean if like right. these two people are arguing they're not going to come to a common ground it's you're sad the music's sad it's mm. dark <laughs> and no way nothing's happening like there's no change so yeah i definitely agree with you about there's a way to do your isolation um so what what things have helped you like in discovering yourself or learning more about ourselves. Yeah, that's the thought that I left off on. Yeah. Um, we already said enough, but journaling. And mm -hmm. I say journaling again because it's like, like I just like to read, because I have like multiple journals. So it's also mm -hmm. like the evolution of how you wrote and what you wrote about. And like, like now I try not to include people's names because I feel like it gives a little too much power. Like you still mm. have my story. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah, so I try not okay. to include their names. I, I I ain't gonna no, lie. Like, it was, with that. Yeah. It's, just, it's like I don't because it's like I read back and I know okay I know what situation we're talking about mm -hmm. but I don't want you mm -hmm. like you're not in my chapter no more okay like mm -hmm. you know what I mean and it's like okay I know I'm still working on forgiveness with this person but your name not need to be up in here we're yeah. not speaking of your name so. and it's interesting that you say that because the opposite for me at first I didn't put people name come like that's weird like I'm over mm -hmm. here talking about <laughs> other people on my free right. time I feel like that's a little weird in my spirit mm -hmm. but now it's like I put people's name because it's like, no, I need to be straightforward and honest with myself. Yeah. Right. And I'd be like, this person did this or, you know, somebody had me messed up. I need to mm -hmm. put that name Period. and mm -hmm. just be straightforward. Like this person did this and made me feel this type of way. And mm -hmm. it's just like, after I put that name down, it's like, okay, it's like releasing it. Like, you know, yeah. right. after like I get me. done journaling, I definitely feel like ease. I'm like, okay. It's almost like, it's not that I'd like, don't want to think or, okay, it's going away, but it's like mm -hmm. relieving. Definitely. Like, I just feel like, kind of got it off my chest like right. you know you can put it to the side temporarily it's like yeah. you know i got this off my mind i don't have to like overthink it the whole night like it's, right. it's already out mm -hmm. no for sure and i like that you both like mentioned that because like it's like different perspectives to it you know what i mean like you keep the name for your reason mm -hmm. i remove their name for a reason yeah, you know right. what i mean <laughs> so i mean also i guess what helped me like in my isolation period or just helping me on this journey is just like i try to like declutter like, I try to keep my space um, clean and organized mm. because, I don't know, I saw this video a long time ago, and it just really resonated with me at the time, maybe because I was really going through it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, it was like having a cluttered room is like having a cluttered mind, and you probably yeah, heard that. You know what I mean? So My mom like, been telling me that since we was little. Like, for real. And it's like, do She's I always make up my bed? No, I did not make up my bed, okay? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like, for the most part, my room is organized. You know, it's not getting dirty because then I get unorganized and mm -hmm. priorities all over the place. And then... I'm in mayhem, and I don't mm. even know what I'm doing. Like, okay, girl, you don't act like this. Like, get it together. Right. You know what I mean? I think, I don't know. I've heard something similar, but, like, it's like when you feel like you don't know what to do or, like, a decision to make or something, like, go clean your room or something. Like, it'll make you feel more put together or something. No, I, I agree. Heard. I something agree. like that. I don't know. but Probably make kids start liking cleaning their room because you're going to be cleaning it for a while. That's true. Like, mm hmm that's true. I try to always make sure I make my bed if I don't do nothing. Right, else. me Just too. Make my bed yes. every morning. I feel like trying to Might make your bed. Might be a shirt you know, do on I the do desk, but I make my bed. No, 
I yeah, can't lie. God know my heart. I can't lie. But I try to because it's like, okay, one good thing happens today. I mean, the biggest blessing is always waking up. But one good mm-hmm. thing happened. Okay, I'm in my bed. So we off to a good start. I ain't roll over on the wrong side of the bed. It's right. Up. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. so. And so going back to like the question of like what helps you discover yourself in college, I think the biggest thing, like relating it back to college, is mm-hmm. don't compare your life to other people's oh lives. Because you can see somebody. Like a year ago. I used to do that. <laughs> yes. I was bad at that. And it's like, you got to really reflect on your life. Like, sometimes I just have, like, in my journal, I write gratitude. Like, I am thankful for. And it's like, you got so many blessings in your life, but you're too busy comparing yourself to somebody else's life. That Mm -hmm. I promise is not perfect. I I promise they don't have that much money. Um, You know what I'm saying? So just, like, that comparison. And and that, I feel like you're just really missing out on your own blessings. Because it's like, I got all this good coming towards me. I actually got this job I really wanted. But I'm not worried about that because I'm not making... Six figures, like um, right. the other person who's right. two years younger than me. So it's just like true. not comparing yourself is really going to help you discover yourself. And obviously, it's easier said than done. But I really think it just starts with gratitude yeah. and seeing all that you're grateful for and all that you have that others may not have. You know? No, no yeah. and I I agree with that because it's like it's also like now that you said this, like whole entire time I fell you know into doing that comparing myself, but I'm like, how can I compare myself to a student who's forty? Like. Mm-hmm. You know, like not saying that they're old, no disrespect, not mean that, but like right. they've had a different life. They're older than me, had a different journey. If anything, I should, if they're, you know, a connection established, you can ask mm-hmm. them questions. You exactly. know what I mean? Just yeah. like, and we've mentioned this before in another episode, not to get too into it, but like then they therefore can ask me questions about, okay, how to navigate school because obviously times changed and they took a pause away from it. So it's like, girl, you are 18 <laughs> at the time. Why are you comparing yourself to this 29 year old? Like, right. Shorty had a different life. You right. know, you'll get there when you get there. God said, go to school right now. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, next steps happen. So, yeah, I definitely, that's wild. I was really comparing myself to 40-year-olds. Like, of, mm-hmm. like yeah, of course she don't have that money. She's 40. Like, sweetheart, yeah. you're still in class. Mm-hmm. I feel like for me, you also don't know. Like, you see people with something that you're like, dang. Like, I wish that was something, like, I had right now. But you also don't know, like, everybody's story. Like, something I try to remind myself, like, everybody has, like, a story or something right. that they're going through right in that moment. You just don't mm-hmm. know, you know? So, yeah. like, yeah. I feel like. And sometimes I try to uh, put myself in their shoes. Like, imagine if somebody said they're jealous of me. I would be like, girl, you lying. What, are you, like, what is you? <laughs> do you want to tell you? What is you jealous for? Right. Girl, it's not. I'd be crying every other night. What is, you know what I'm saying? But, like, right. Something like that. So it's just like sometimes I put myself in other shoes. Like you said, just to remember they have a story. Mm-hmm. We all have a story regardless of like mm-hmm. how we leave the house and we're smiling and we're getting stuff say, done. It's about how you look on the outside. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I try. I definitely work hard not to assume anything about anybody. Yeah. But it's how you look on the outside. It's like, oh, well, she got it all together. Right. She, or like, she, she put together. You see, and it's like the things that you associate what is put together and that person matches it. And that's why you make those assumptions. Mm-hmm. Like on social media, that's only a moment of somebody's life. And, mm-hmm. and they yeah. put that together. For yeah. it to look good and get all those like likes and stuff, right? right. They're not gonna show you them like no. like you said right. at night crying and in the shower, in the bonnet mm-hmm. crying right. over somebody. Right, you know, things happen. Like mm-hmm. even though we already know, but it's like they're never gonna show that vulnerability. Right. All right. So for our next question, um, going out to the room, yeah, it's like you know as we're talking about finding yourself in college. Obviously, there's a transition. There's things that no longer that you no longer do and that Mm -hmm. you have started doing Mm -hmm. so it's like what do you do when like your past likes things that you used to do start to like tempt you you know what I mean because obviously it's like I don't know maybe like you said people you hang out with or things that you used to do like okay that's not helping me in my Mm -hmm. growth and it's like tempting you to stay stagnant if that helps 
ask me the question one more time. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good. It's I'm just sorry. like, like um, as a Christian, like mm-hmm. I don't curse. So like sometimes mm-hmm. it's like there's a song or there's a video, and it's like okay, you tempted me because not you pop it up on my YouTube mm-hmm. out of nowhere. You know what I mean? So it's like, what do you do when those moments happen? When something of your past comes up, like comes like just up. social media or like just yeah, friends, and anything like. Yeah, it, like, it can definitely. I feel like friends is a good yeah. one. Like you can touch on because, like you know, you have somebody friend you love them, but it's like I can't they're not gonna like they're not gonna help, help me mm-hmm. get to where I need to get. You know, they're not adding to your growth. So I feel like now my biggest thing would be if I meet someone and I'm like, you know what's your belief system or like if i'm like hey you want to go to this church service and you're like "Mm, no i i'm like a little shaky on the friendship like i mean not saying you have to go to church but i just want you to somewhat be like you know wanting to know more about god or like just Mm -hmm. being of god in a way if that makes sense no yeah yeah that do make sense like definitely that's yeah. the, for me mm-hmm. personally, that's the door to enter into yeah. like a permanent relationship <laughs> yeah, like or yeah. friendship, whatever the case may be. If you, because it's like, I don't think a lot of people, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, you're picky or you're discriminating. No, mm-hmm. it's like, it's about your interests. Mm-hmm. God ain't going nowhere for me. So if you, it's like, okay, yeah, like there's friends that you might not talk in front of God in front of, but it's like, they respect that, you know, you have a relationship with God. Mm-hmm. But like, if I'm in a relationship with somebody and they don't believe in God and they disrespect them, I'm yeah. looking disrespecting my God by right. being in your presence. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I'm allowing you to disrespect him and not defend. Mm-hmm. And I, f- I get what you're saying where like the relationship can be shaky. Cause me like, um, this time where I meet people and they're like, mm, no, I wouldn't, I eat with church. And it's just like, for me, yeah. it's like, we can be cool. You may be a cool person, but I just know we can never have them deeper conversations. That's what so I, so it's like, yeah. it's going to be surface like, level. Like, yeah. Or I'm like, oh my gosh, like, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, I don't know. I just can, I can tell if we're going to like click. Yeah. Cause it's like, sometimes as like me and Monifa, as we're friends, Sometimes we just want to have those conversations about God. If, right. But, like, if you don't believe in that, that just acts out a whole conversation right. that we can ever have. So. Mm-hmm. Right, because the things that, well, I'm going to speak for I, the things that I base a lot of my life on, especially now, is God. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, in order for you to understand who I am, I need you to know who God is. Because yeah. yeah, I'm not going to make no sense to you. Like, what I talk right. about, the way I think, the way I do things, and I personally don't want to have to explain why I do certain things because of God to somebody. Like, if you had a relationship with God, you understand why I do what I do. That's mm-hmm. true. That's true. I agree with that. I agree with that 100%. Mm-hmm. So, are there any, you know, past likes, interests for you, Kiki, that, like, what do you do when they tempt you? Um, for me, I don't feel like, like, when it comes to discovering myself and, you know, just being, being a new person, finding myself in general, I guess, there's not really many things that tempt me. I just kind of had to trust God, trust the process, and... Mm-hmm. I know it's easier said than done to eliminate stuff for your life, but I think mm-hmm. the hardest thing for me is just friendships. Like, if we've been friends for a year and maybe we have matching personalities and we click, but then it's, you know, like you said, it's just like, okay, y'all, maybe there's more stuff that's I don't want to do that you guys are interested in. Like, I think the main thing for me is just, like, drinking and smoking. I'm not opposed to it or nothing. Like, mm-hmm. I have before. I ain't going to lie, but it's just like, right. uh, I just, you know, you're mm-hmm. a cool person. We have good conversations, but... Mm-hmm. I don't want to do this. So, like, for me, it's just hard because it's, like, I don't know if, I don't think, I don't think I have to, like, eliminate them from my life. But it's just, like, sometimes I be wanting to take a step back. But then it's, like, I don't want to, mm-hmm. I don't, like I still being, like this person. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, we can still have good conversations individually. But it's, like, mm-hmm. overall, in, like, a more of a group setting or, you know, just, like, I just don't want to do all that extra stuff. 
Mm-hmm. So I feel like for me, that's the hardest part in discovering myself. But then I also did, I think I'm at a point where I, I am isolating myself more or just slowly drawing back from those people because it's like, you're still a great person. I still care about you, but right. this lifestyle is not going to add to my desired lifestyle. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you can have multiple periods of isolation. That's the, Yeah. I hope <laughs> people don't think this is a one time. Like, it's, it's, it, it can creep up more on even you. after I graduate. Yeah. yeah. Creep up on you. You can welcome it. You know, mm-hmm. hey, you want a cup of coffee? Like, <laughs> it depends on how you want to go about things. Mm-hmm. But. It's very off and on and off and on. And it can happen. It could be, I feel like the isolation periods range. Sometimes you just needed a month to yourself. Sometimes you just needed a week. Yes. Sometimes it took a whole season, literally, like the yes. whole summer. You just like, I just, I can't talk to nobody. But yeah. it's really just on where you're at in your life. But yeah, for sure. the isolation process, I feel like just the main thing for people to know is. It differs per person. Yeah, it's it always going to look different. So, And it's not no. a bad thing. Right. That's it's not, not like a bad thing. They're like, why are you by yourself? It's like, mm-hmm. not in your room. Listen to sad music. Like it I is said, mm-hmm. right. no lights. Like, stop thinking. That's Definitely that. Because people, they be that's really, That's what people really think. Like, oh, my God. You're mm-hmm. going to cry with your little tough study break you have since you were six. No. Mm-hmm. That's not healthy. As yeah, a future that's therapist, unhealthy. I'm telling you that it's not healthy. <laughs> right? And I, I have to explain to people multiple times. I am the happiest when I'm in my isolation because I know a lot of times, like, you know, you've been, you've been isolating yourself. I just want to make sure you're good. And, um, you know, you're like, they'll just get more cautious and right. self-aware. Like, I don't want you to, to be harmful towards yourself or anything. Like and it's like, you or something. no, right. you need to start worrying when I go out every weekend with you. That's when you need to worry. Me, when I'm by myself and I see you right. once a week, mm-hmm. just know I'm actually working on me. Right. And I, I, I'm focused on myself and what I need to get done. So mm-hmm. it's just like, that's the important thing. I feel like people don't understand just because the stigma and the right. how it's especially it's around seen. how like think people think like college is for students. Mm-hmm. Like not every student is the oh I'm going out every freaking weekend and right. this and this. <laughs> like everybody's different, you know. Like people mm. just think you're a college student. Of course you go out, but right. like, that's, that's not everybody. Not that's don't, not everybody, you know. Mm-hmm. Don't say that about me. That's how <laughs> I be feeling when they make assumptions about all college. Exactly. Students. Don't talk about me. You don't even know who exactly. I am. Exactly. You really like, don't. You really no. don't. Mm-hmm. no, I like that you mentioned that though. Like, be worried when I do go out with you because it, it is crazy. Like, people check up on you when you're in your isolation, isolation period, and for them, it's like maybe they don't put the word that to it, but they're like, okay, mm-hmm. she seemed a little, or he or she seemed a little more withdrawn. But it's like, why don't people just check up on people when you see each other, like when we're hanging out? It's not even a right. simple like, don't you ain't got to like be in my business of pride, but it's like, hey, you good? Like, how's life going? But mm-hmm. you don't check up on me till you ain't see me in a week, right? Like, there's something I, wrong. you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, you're waiting until I'm actually. <laughs> I'm not really showing signs of anything. I'm just taking time to realize some things, taking time for myself. But it's like, I see, I've seen you for how many, you know, how many times? Right. You, know, you never say how life was going, like everything good, like how's you and your family or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. For, for sure. Um, so moving forward, what is like a biggest lesson that you have learned just like with finding yourself? Um, a biggest les- The biggest lesson I've learned is... Being like, it's okay not to fit in with any and everybody. Like, you're not going to be for any and everybody, and that's okay. It doesn't make you weird. It doesn't make you awkward. It's just you are who you are. Like, you shouldn't try to, I guess, go with the grain and, like, try and be, like, not be like other people, but, like, want to fit in to where you're changing yourself because then you're kind of doing a disservice to yourself. So Mm -hmm. that's my biggest lesson. I think that's good. That's definitely good. I think that's something I definitely learned and still learning just because it's just like sometimes like, you know, the stuff that you consume, whether it's like you hear or you see, 
you don't notice, but you are absorbing that and you're instilling that in yes. your mind. So it's just like sometimes having to think, do I actually like this or that? That's something I really learned last year. I had to ask myself, mm-hmm. do I actually want to do that? Or have normal. I just seen a lot of people doing that? Right, so it's like normal or something. Right, do I actually like mm-hmm. that? Or did I just actually see a lot of people do that? So I like that you mentioned that because I think that's just a good question to ask ourselves. Mm-hmm. Is it a trend? If this was somebody told you that this was bogus and nobody's doing this, did you would you still want to do it? You right. know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. yeah, that's all I had. Yeah, um, I say the biggest lesson for me is um, I think for a long time I like didn't understand why I was such an outsider and why mm-hmm. I felt alone. Like I'm not speaking down nobody, but there were there are times where I just felt like my maturity is a little bit above these conversations mm-hmm. and certain people mm-hmm. and where they're at in life. And it's like, I'm not judging you. You know, we all have our journey. Mine's is speeding up for some reason. She needs to slow down. But you know what I mean? And it's just like, I never understood. I felt like, okay, like, God, is this a prank or something? Like, you don't want me to be in groups and have right. my own type of people. And then one time in my life to him, it was like, I understood that he was protecting me from a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. That, you know, I was already dealing with trauma. It was only going to make it worse. These people weren't going to add anything to you. You weren't even going to be able to add anything to anybody because you were no good for yourself at the time. Mm-hmm. So I think my biggest lesson through this, like, finding myself in college is that God always has a reason. Right. Like, and his reason is just like, I don't care if it's a sentence. It's a book you got to read about his reason. <laughs> but it's like, mm-hmm. it's going to make sense. You know what I mean? Like, I really did not like those periods I was by myself. I was like, dang, I ain't got no friends. Like... I, I like there's so much I want to talk about and I can't talk about with nobody. I don't feel like nobody understands me. And it was like, dang, I've never met another, you know, black plus size girl. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. like I can't connect with nobody. Like, mm-hmm. God, stop playing. Like, I'm not your strongest soldier. You know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, my biggest lesson is just learning that he has a reason for everything and it surpasses mm-hmm. anything that I can conjure up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I like one that. thing. Like biggest lesson, and it's a quote I heard a long, like not a long time. It was like 2020, and I feel like this quote really changed everything. But basically, um, it says, "No one is me, and that is my superpower." And I feel like, yeah, that's a good one. No one is me, and that is my superpower. (laughs) I like that. And the biggest lesson I learned is that my differences are a blessing. The Mm. biggest insult you could say to me is, is that I was like everybody else in the room. I didn't stand out. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't want to be trendy. And it just, like, comes down to all of those generic things that you heard growing up, like, be yourself, love yourself, um, don't listen to it. Like, it just, it's <laughs> so generic, but it's generic for a reason because it's, like, you just got to be different and just not care. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, that took me a while to learn. Me, I'm at the point where I'm comfortable being, like, center of attention. And I had to get used to it because it's like, there's yes. a lot of times, you know, last year being saying all that, I had to speak in front of people. So I'm like, dang, mm-hmm. everybody looking yeah. at me. But now it's at the point I don't get embarrassed. If I start fumbling in front of people or stuttering, I'd be like, dang, I'm stuck. I'm bogus. <laughs> but like, it doesn't, it's not, I don't feel shame like anymore. I'm not like, dang, I'm imper- imperfect and I make these mistakes in front of people. But it's just like, even knowing there's eyes on me, just like me getting comfortable. Like, this is me, whoever, regardless of who's watching, this is me. Mm-hmm. And... That's my power. Like, I can't sit here and try to be somebody else. Like, think about it. There's only one Beyonce. If I said Beyonce, y'all not going to think of somebody in y'all classroom. Right. You're going to think of the one and only. So it's just like. Where's she at? Right. right. <laughs> think of yourself as that. There's only yeah. one care. If I start acting like somebody else, people aren't going to say. Like, you know how there be um, the celebrity dupes? People don't be like, oh, that's so-and-so. They be like, no, that's, that's the. No, girl. They be like, that's fake Drake. They don't, they don't, they don't, we don't know that person's real name. You know right. what I'm saying? And it's like, I don't want to be that. I don't think nobody wants to just be 
and a fake copy of somebody right you know like mm-hmm. nobody ever like okay what's your name we've been call you fake this fake this all this right. time right who are you you ain't never learned shorty's name like mm-hmm. oh yes so that's definitely, definitely yeah that's I one agree. of my biggest lessons so is there any well we said our biggest lessons is there any like smaller lessons that you learned that were still like important and kind of help y'all smooth away Smaller, uh, well, not small. Like they all important, but it's like you know we said our our main one that helped us. But like you know, there's those little things we learned. Well, the one you know right there um, under God, you mm-hmm. know, he he'd head in my life is like <laughs> I would say being confident and like all the words that it actually like confident is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because like, girl, put that thing on and go to class. You know what I mean? It's like I would be in front of the mirror for so long. Like, no, we don't like that. And it's like now. I'm dressing to how I feel, not because I don't want people to look at me a certain way. Yeah. Or, girl, you know, your body is shaped this way. You can't wear stuff like that. Or you got mm. bigger assets than normal people do. Mm. So, for me, it's just like, like, isolating myself helped me, like, go through those thoughts of how I felt about my body. And, like, then it's also, like, like I mentioned before, it's just, like, if I didn't love my body, I didn't love how God made me. And he makes no mistakes. Right. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, you better mm-hmm. start loving your body before he start getting upset. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's a whole little situation. So, I think mm-hmm. definitely just being confident in myself and wearing what I want to, buying things that I want to, and dressing however modest I want to. Like, mm-hmm. you're not going to tell me how to dress. Like, I will never listen to nobody tell me how to dress. Now, you give me advice like, girl, those patterns don't go together. That's different. But you're not mm-hmm. going to tell me according to my size, according to how you're shaped and your height and this and that. Mm-hmm. That doesn't compliment you. You shouldn't wear that. I'm going to wear what I want to. Sometimes I don't care about the weather because mm-hmm. I just want to look cute. But, Sorry, you know, no. I'm going <laughs> I'm I'm to I'm wear what I want sometimes. to. You know, sometimes like I, just, I might catch a little pneumonia for right now. Wow. Like catch some pneumonia? We're going to recuperate. All right. Anyway, <laughs> we're going to take that back. Yeah, that's a little, I don't know. But I think that that's a good thing you brought up because I feel like another good lesson that I really had to learn. It's like nobody likes learning the same lesson twice, but it's for one sure. I had to keep learning over and over is don't take everybody advice. Yeah. It don't matter how old they is, how wise or whatever, if they older than you, like if they that. younger than you, or if they've been through this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. Don't take everybody's advice because it's not for you. Our lives are catered to us. And like I feel like the main thing for that is like how we're t- we talked about isolation. Mm-hmm. I used to, okay, I'm sad and depressed. I'm going to go out more, even though I want to be by myself and isolate. But people say you're supposed that's depressing and you're going to mm-hmm. be depressed if you isolate yourself. So for the longest, it's like, I'm going through this, but now I'm hanging out with people more. And now I'm even worse. And it just got to the point, mm-hmm. it's like, just isolate yourself. But it, it was right. a lesson I had to learn many times. Like, you actually love being by yourself regardless of what, if people think you're depressed because you disappeared. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, don't take everybody's advice. It's what worked for them. And even if they have the ideal life to you, right. that does that still doesn't mean it's going to work for you. Like, exactly. Right. And, you know, I guess you don't, also, you don't know what they went through to mm-hmm. get where they are. They right. were, whether, like, it's mm-hmm. good or bad. But going back to, like, another, like, small lesson, I guess, that I've kind of learned is, like, um, it's kind of, like, the same thing, but a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, so, dang, not me, like, blanking out. But as far as it goes, like, for friends, I feel like something I have to learn, like, sometimes people are waiting for you to be who it is that you actually are. And they, like, want to be your friend. It doesn't mean, like, you have to, like, kind of act like mirror them or like try no, to be I like them that. like mm-hmm. they're waiting for you to act like who you are i hope y'all that's heard that my in the back because no i've definitely <laughs> felt that because mm-hmm. it's like whole entire time maybe you're the best friend that they probably always needed mm-hmm. or they know 
like I said, everybody's, you know, in somebody's life for a season, lifetime, whatever the case may be, but you can be, like, something great for them. And that's, like, you don't even know that God's like, okay, this is what I want you to do because mm-hmm. you're actually going to go bless other people. Right. And therefore, mm-hmm. it blesses you. So, yeah, because maybe they ain't have a friend all this time, but they've been looking for you, like, okay, she's been hanging out with them. I don't think I would get along with her. Nope. Now y'all best friends, buddy, buddy right. for the time being, however right. long it lasts. And it's like being your authentic self, you just, you attract the right people. You attract people that need to be around you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And actually like pour into who you actually are, not who you're faking to be. That's for right. Sure. Definitely. So what is some advice you would have for people um, who are trying to find themselves in college? Um, so I have a- freshmen just want to come in. Okay. Even if they don't know they're lost, they're lost. No, for sure are. Even if you think you got it figured out. You know, college is a different. Right, right. Love that, but you got to be real. Um, So mine is a quote. I don't really have a lot to say. But this quote is like, I love it because, um, I don't know, it means a lot. But okay. So it says, if you hang around people who act like you aren't who you are, then you'll forget who you are. So, Mm. like, basically, just be yourself. Like, I don't know how I can, like, say this or emphasize it more. Just be who you really are, even if it's hard. Because it's going to be hard because you want to feel like you fit somewhere. But that's my biggest advice to people coming in. No, that is is real. That is real. Definitely be yourself. Like, and it's, I don't know, I feel like that's something you just, you just got to learn on your own. Like, like we said, everybody's journey is different, but it's like. It sounds generic, but there's no way to ungeneric right. it. It's and just so I don't straightforward. Know how yourself, yourself, be. What mm-hmm. do you like? You know what I mean. There's no other way to explain it. Exactly. It's just, it's just like you'll you'll kind of. I feel like when you put your mind to it, you'll figure it out mm-hmm. in your own way. But it, it sounds generic, but it just is so straightforward. No, mm-hmm. And also, like, not even just. I mean, for you know. This is for anybody in college, but especially freshmen, because especially those who come straight from high school, it's mm-hmm. just like, it's a it's a big jump. It's a whole different world. Like, and that's why I'm happy I went to community college first. But it's like being yourself, you could really help avoid that process of having fake friends mm. for a while and not knowing that you have fake friends. And then now you upset and you got all this friend drama, you know what I mean? Right. So if you're yourself, you're hard to time, you attract people that who is. you're supposed to. And can things change? you not stay friends all the time? Yes. But attracting fake people comes with a lot of unnecessary stress, especially when you don't know that they fake right. in the first place. Don't trust everybody you meet in college. Do not, Everybody's not like, and trust them when they show you who they are. Like, yeah. just trust them. Like, that's who they, they are. Trust it. Especially for the it's freshmen. Okay. Give it give it that yeah. first semester, first year, to be honest. <laughs> I didn't even go last year. I say you're nice. First give year. that first year. Like, don't, don't be like, you don't be best friend the first two months. No, right. give it that first year. Let people really settle in and, and get comfortable you. and show true colors. My um, Angelo said, if somebody shows you who they are, Believe them. Mm-hmm. They're not. That's they, where they're I was not like, acting. You a joke, but they'll they're never not. tell you a lie. Okay, <laughs> believe who they say they're they not is. That's their real self. Like you know, I don't want to. I don't know how to put it, but glitching. I guess. Yeah, the more so, showing. Well, you know when you get comfortable. Is. You know when you get comfortable with people, you just start to you act like yourself up. naturally. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what it is. They're just you comfortable, so their real self is harder to act because like, I've been around you a lot. I'm not gonna act. I'm gonna be straightforward. Exactly. So I have like a, a question that I just came up with right now. Okay, I mean, but I have you right. know, just I'm the, the title is Black Girl in College. So you know, I always got to bring that back in there. So what right. are some obstacles to finding yourself um, as a black woman specifically? Like, what it, like stuff that you just know, like, it's because I'm black. I'm going through this in a different Jesus. kind of perspective, mm. you know? Um, oh, my gosh. 
One of y'all go first. There's just so many. Yeah. There's just so many. Um, I would say me. Okay, so finding yourself as a black woman specifically, it's just, I don't even know. I asked that question because I just know there's a lot. It's like, give me a moment. Where do I start? I'll say, yeah. for one, I notice I'll never. It's not that, okay, I will have time to myself, but I feel like it's always some palm color person in my business. Mm-hmm. I can see them peeking in the background. I'm never by, by myself as yep. much as I think I'm by myself. You know, like, I can't mm-hmm. exist on my own. Shorty's in the background. What's she doing? Breathing. Baby, I'm just right. waiting, I'm waiting in line for, to dine hall. Like, what? You know, I'm finna eat by myself. You know what I mean? I think, for me, that's the first one. Mm-hmm. It's like, while I'm finding myself mm-hmm. and just, like, trying to pull back from the world and I know this, and, and I, I'm not even going to say I think. I know this is because I have a relationship with Christ. It's like, as I pull back from the world, it's actually trying to tug me back. It's like, it feels like a battle sometimes because it's like, they've had me for so long. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And God's like, okay, you know, you got the veil of your eyes. Let me move it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes I feel that tug. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's right. I thought right. of one. And I would say one that's like obstacle as a black woman finding myself it's definitely stereotypes. Now, since just let me explain For more. Sure. So, palm colored people, as we already know, come in variety. Like, if we see one that's goth, mm-hmm. okay, that's cool. If we see one that, you know, they, they have more of a 70s style, mm-hmm. that's all right. If we see one that's more preppy style or one that's, um, you know, there's one who likes rock music, mm-hmm. somebody who likes hip hop, there's just so many variety. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't even see them getting stereotyped the At same. All. But as a black woman, we don't have that many categories of personalities and styles and likes and dislikes. So it's like the black woman stereotype is so narrow. Mm. Yeah. Like, and I just don't see that mm. with white women for real. Because it's like they're different, but that's okay because there's a lot mm-hmm. of other white women who do, like, who fit in that category. You know what I'm saying? Right. But they have a community within being white. As mm-hmm. a black woman, mm-hmm. we, there's not too much variety. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like we just have to, to fit. We're airby. Either you you the thirty inch bust down wig straight or you or you're natural. Or you're natural. Either yeah. you're skinny or you're super thick. Mm-hmm. And but there's no in between. Right. It's like and then it's also like everybody has different definitions of what skinny is, what super thick is, mm-hmm. and it's like maybe I fit for one person super thick, maybe I fit for one person like oh girl no that you not none of them you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just like it's crazy because it's like. I'm a black girl. I didn't ask for none of this. Like, I'm just trying to address and exist right. how I am. And it's like, when you brought up, like, I've seen black girls, like, especially on um, TikTok, they, I guess, and I don't want to make this sound disrespectful, but, it's like, I guess they dress in the gothic way. Oh, she must be depressed. She must be sad. Yeah. Like, they, you know, she don't love do herself. Uh-uh. She's styling them boots. Like, right. leave her alone. Mm-hmm. Her, and her it's like, it's just crazy. hard when you don't fit a or B, so it is yeah, like, like I don't want to. Lynn, no C. I don't want to be in the category. It's like, oh well, she is she even black? She's not black enough, right. or oh, she had to be raised around white people. Or she's white like, on the inside. Right. I'm just being myself. Like my whole family's black. Well, I, you know, we already. I'm from Iowa, so you know, I already got to deal with that. It's like, like they, people be surprised that I actually am black and I know black culture. Baby, I'm black. It doesn't matter right. where you're from. Like, right. I don't have to fit this or this category. Don't I think don't. lesser of me because of because I don't have these views or stuff like that. But as long as I'm in God category we good <laughs> i think for me like okay so your question is like say like, your question again. okay so what obstacles have you had finding yourself like just specifically as a black woman um i don't know okay i think 
So there was this time that I really enjoyed like wearing braids. Braids, I love braids. But I just feel like once I step into a classroom, sometimes it makes me look, how do I explain it? Like what rough? Like rough. It mm-hmm. makes me look like rough and I get like different, Um, I don't know, I get approached differently. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. they kind of look at you like, oh my gosh, like yeah she has braids i don't know what it is about braids but i feel like busting out of that like not not letting that stop me from wearing the type of hairstyles i want to wear type of thing Mm -hmm. so i feel like in that aspect of finding myself just being comfortable wearing whatever hairstyles i feel like wearing definitely no yeah and add to that i think because i just thought of that well like like you said walking into a classroom Mm -hmm. walking into a classroom it's like we all go to pwi so Mm -hmm. that's like to me it's one of the biggest like obstacles is like I gotta navigate a white space. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm sorry if anybody heard by that, but that's exactly how I feel. Okay, yeah. I, I can't share. I can't share no other way. I can't say it no other way. I have mm-hmm. to navigate. It's not a space. You claim it's a space for everybody, but mm-hmm. there's only certain people that's in that newspaper. There's mm-hmm. only certain people, you know, on the pamphlet. There's only certain people. There's a lot of certain peoples in mm-hmm. this classroom, and it's like. I have to navigate in like a white world. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult because it also, I'll, I can never forget that I'm black. You'll never let me forget that I'm black. Right. And a black woman at that. <laughs> You're always like, reminded. Like this semester, I chose all my class, all my seats in the front. I said, no, I'm not sitting in the back. I want to mm-hmm. see no faces. I might mm-hmm. even try to look behind me and see how many black girls or just people of color, you mm-hmm. know, is in here. I'm just, let me get in this classroom and get done and just get out. At this point, it's just like, I'm not going to let that, like, deter or influence my experience. But it does, it's like, I just, I feel like I can just never leave my dorm and be like, oh, I'm a student. No, you're a black student. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, you're helping the diversity quota. <laughs> like. That's what it, that's what it be feeling like, I mm-hmm. swear. Because it's like, and then, like, when you look around and you're like, dang, I'm the only black girl. It's like, yeah. uh, I be feeling so much, like pressure like to right. outperform or like to, to show out. that i know what i'm doing and mm-hmm. I'm like, it's weird it's so weird because no, i'm like why do you need to like girl you're here for a reason you're smart like stop trying to over you know do it but i don't know i definitely also like with braids too i always feel like uh i always feel like it's like looked at as like less professional or something definitely yes, yep. yes. but it's like that's what i like you know so i'm mm-hmm. like i fight that I feel no, like, especially last semester. And it's like, yeah. who decides what is professional, what isn't? And that's what I think a lot of people who are non-color should understand is like, people who are not of color should understand is like, you don't get to tell me as a person of color what is and isn't professional. That's discrimination mm-hmm. because you're basing that upon my skin color. Right. Like, I've seen some palm-colored girls with some braids. Oh my gosh, girl, where you get that from? But, you know, it's like, oh, we're gatekeeping or something. Or it's like, braids don't belong to you. Mm. We're trying to tell y'all why y'all can't get them. You know, mm-hmm. and it's like, it's also like, it's a protective style for us. There's a lot that we couldn't do with our hair a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. So, I guess going back to the question I asked earlier, because, you know, I had kind of straight off. But um, what advice would you have money for for people who are trying to find themselves? Um. I would say don't expect anything. Like, don't mm-hmm. have any expectations. Like, most people be like, oh, expect the worst. Well, expect the best and prepare for the worst. Mm-hmm. Honestly, don't even that. do that. Like, 
because you don't know what is going to happen. Like, I swear, college knocked me on my behind. Who are you telling? Like, <laughs> and it wasn't, you know, nothing crazy, but it's just like the the world that that K through 12 was preparing me for was mm-hmm. not it. That was not the world that I, I don't feel like they prepared to. you. You know what I mean? don't prepare you so, for Not at all. I didn't feel prepared. No, for real at all. Like, don't expect anything because college is, like, going to be, it's going to be wild. And a lot of people can determine what wild is going to be, but at the same time, I'm not, don't expect anything, but have goals. Like, mm-hmm. like remember the reason why you came here, right. and all that type of stuff, and like stand, and also stand firm in what you believe. I don't care if you're the only person. Stand firm on it. Stand ten toes down. Stand firm. Mm-hmm. Stand firm on it. Ain't no <laughs> it reason. Down. Ain't no reason why you switch in size of the classroom because you only one over here debating. I don't care. Twenty five. 500 students mm. and the professor over there. I don't care. Like, stand on what you believe. But at the same time, your beliefs can change over time. There's things right. that you experience that you go through that help you, okay, I thought about this one way. I see another perspective. I feel different on the situation. Mm-hmm. But in the time being, like, don't don't waver because other people, it's a bigger crowd than you. Like, you're outnumbered. Girl, God is behind <laughs> you. You can't outnumber him, okay? Right. You can't outnumber him at all. So at all. that's the advice that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, I think the biggest advice I have is don't base your self-worth on what you're doing. Um, I think for me personally, like a big thing, so I was, you know, had leadership roles and ever last year and I was more upfront, you know, like stuff I had to speak in front of people for. So, you know, people see my face, mm-hmm. but like this year, basically some people try to tell me I low-key fell off because it's like, oh, you're not doing this, this, and this, but whole time I'm doing more than I was last year, but it's like, People don't see my face. It's not like I'm doing stuff up front. So, like, for me, it was just like, dang, I actually have fell off. There's more I can do. Like, I'm not a, I'm not doing enough and all that. But it's like, I feel like I see it a lot as people base their self-worth off of, like, what they're doing or who they're around. Yeah. And I think a big thing is just don't put anybody on a pedestal. It doesn't matter if you can uplift others, mm-hmm. but it don't matter if they got, um, a business and they got like 30 scholarships and 30 awards and it's like Mm -hmm. you need to treat that person as a human being and I feel like that helps you in being more confident in yourself because you don't feel like anybody's a competition like for me example I'm I'm at the point where I just don't see anybody as a competition just because it's like I'm happy for your path that is your path I don't even want that so it's like I'm happy where I'm at. Like, I've been to a few concerts and been in front of celebrities and it's like for me Mm -hmm. it's so weird how people will scream and be like, ah, like, because I, be, I just be so confused and uncomfortable because I'm like, this is a regular human. Like, I do love their music and I'm mm-hmm. here. Right. But why are we yelling at a human right now? Because it's the people. And in their yeah. face. The and I think face. it is really just like, don't idolize people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Obviously, people will idolize celebrities, but think about it. Are you low-key idolizing somebody that you see in real life, too? Mm-hmm. This person has more friends. Maybe they're, they're seen as popular and everybody knows them. That's cool, but you can uplift that person, support them, and recognize what they're doing, but not okay. be like, you don't got to oh compare yourself. Yeah. You don't got to, oh, it's so-and-so here. Mm-hmm. It don't, it's not that deep. It'll mm-hmm. help you definitely find yourself and discover yourself and be more confident when you just realize everybody's path is different. Nobody's self-worth mm-hmm. is based off of what they're doing. So don't even debase other people's self-worth off of what they're doing. It doesn't matter exactly. if they'll, oh, that's the president. Okay. okay, that's cute. Right. Right. No, period. Like support, yeah. support. No, but right but <laughs> you're not, you're not invincible. <laughs> you're not no. invincible. I'm not gonna right. put you on a pedestal. You're I'm not, not gonna treat you're, you better than this person. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna idolize you. But I feel like just the biggest advice in general is just that. Like, don't put anybody on a pedestal, including yourself. Yes. Right. Definitely including yourself. Nobody. For sure. Um, 
But yeah, I like that you mentioned idolizing because it's like, also who you idolize can reflect exactly what it is that you want. And then it's mm-hmm. also like, okay, girl, you at campus, like maybe you could have been having these friends and all this time, so much time, and you're idolizing somebody else who has it. Mm-hmm. So, so Shania, for you, any advice you'd like to give? Um, hmm. Dang, now I'm blanking out. It's okay. It's okay. I do that like. <sighs> It's like I feel like on spot. Like I was, I was there, and then I was like thinking of something, and then I was like, oh, I don't know about that one. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm trying to work on like articulating my words better because like sometimes I be knowing what I want to say, but my brain works faster than my mouth. Yeah, definitely. So I be like, I know what I want to think, but it's like, uh. Mm -hmm. um. So any advice to someone or black females specifically coming into college at this age? Yes. Ooh, um, pick your friends wisely. Mm-hmm. And can you repeat that, please? Um, I don't think they heard you. <laughs> pick <laughs> your friends yeah. wisely, mm-hmm. <laughs> and make sure you're surrounding yourself like around people with your same interests for sure. Yes. Like, don't just hang out with anybody just because you feel like um, maybe it's hard for you to make friends in the beginning. Like, genuinely look out, look for people who like are into the same things you're into. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And going off of that, it's okay to be having, like, periods of being alone. Right. Because the thing is, when I came to Iowa State, it was the first two months and a half. I think I mentioned it before. I might not have. Mm -hmm. I had no friends. I could not make friends. And it's like, there were friend groups established that were welcoming towards me. Mm -hmm. But if I were to join those groups, Mm -hmm. them all fell apart. I can't even Mm -hmm. lie to you. And it's like, for me, I'm like, you know, that was my patience and a blessing for me. Mm -hmm. I avoided all of that. Mm -hmm. I'm not a messy person. I don't do drama or none of that. Mm -hmm. So for me to be in some mess with it just ruined a lot so it just like right just being patient and comfortable and being alone for a little bit and by yourself that goes with choosing your friends wisely that's what i did i was like you know mm-hmm. i really ain't got no friends it's a saturday and i'm literally inside by myself on the phone with my mom because i have not a single friend but right. it, be it like, was worth it because right. like now the friends i did make i still talk to them and it's like i didn't force anything because i felt too alone so mm. yeah don't any any don't concluding thoughts on this episode, we said a lot of good things. Um, mm. I don't have anything. I say just be you. Be you yeah. at all times. And real. <clears throat> excuse me. And being you, it will evolve. Like, it's going to change over time. But mm-hmm. at the same time, if you're authentic at all time, that is being you. Mm-hmm. you right. Know, just, just be you. Don't know. And if nobody, you know, it's not that... People don't like you, and I want a lot of people to think about that because it's like, okay, then, oh, I feel lonely and people don't like me, so that's why I want to change or such and such. Mm-hmm. It's like maybe what they doing ain't even for you. Like you got to right. realize, like you said, if I would have joined that friend group, it would have messed me up. Like I'm not even into the gossip and the drama. Just like, right. like maybe God is trying to give you time, and that's what also I understood is like God was probably giving me time my like and my outsideness mm. felt like an outsider to like discover who I was. And all this time I'm over here begging for people to be my friend. Right. You know? And then that's why the isolation picture even longer. Cause he was like, girl, did you not see what I was trying to do? So <laughs> I say just be you at all times. Cause being you is the best thing that you could possibly be. Like you mentioned before, there's only one you. There mm-hmm. is. Ain't no, I don't care if they spell their name the same way. Your birth certificate <laughs> number, like your birth certificate, your social security number, they're different. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. just like be you. Like don't, cause. And embrace um, it. Don't be like afraid to real. show it. Right. Because like, I struggle with that. I be trying to, I'm like, all your quirks and your awkwardness, just let it, if you are, like, just let it be. It doesn't right. really, 
be who you want to be. Be that goofy girl. Be that right. goofy guy. Be, like, somebody's going to like that. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, somebody yeah, goofy is me. Like, like cool. really doing stupid dances right now. Right, right. Like, you know what I mean? Just, like, you're going to find your person. You're going to be like, dang, where you been all this time? Like, it's going to happen mm-hmm. organically. Yeah. Right. Organically. That's a good word. Mm-hmm. Moral of the story? Be yourself. Mm-hmm. That concludes today's episode. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate all the love. We post episodes bi-weekly on Mondays and on Wednesdays on our YouTube. You can reach us on our website at blackgirlincollege.com and on our Instagram at blackgirlincollegepodcast to give us some feedback. And you can also see what we are working on. So we'll see you next time. Peace. And one thing we forgot to mention, thank you very much for coming on our episode. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. had a good conversation. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for your time. (laughs) All right.